and welcome to the Realist You Podcast, a podcast designed for stressed out women who struggle to take care of their health and happiness. In these episodes, you'll learn all about what's blocking you from taking massive action around your personal health and wellness and how to overcome it using mindset and emotional management. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Realist You Podcast. My name is Rachel Wood, your host. Y'all, we are going to get into it today. We are going to have one of the conversations that I have with a lot of my clients kind of right up front, right out of the gate. It's something we have to talk about at the very beginning, because this is honestly one of the singularly biggest reasons why people struggle when they are saying, I want to get healthy. I want to get healthy. I want to finally do the thing. This is the thing that is often blocking them. There's usually some other things too, but this is like the big one. So we're going to get right into it. Today, we're talking all about finding your healthy living why. And we talk about the reasons why we want to live a healthy lifestyle. Trust me, I hate it when people call it a lifestyle. Because to me, it's simply a matter of lifestyle equals actions. But your actions are actually the result of your mindset, not the other way around. That's what everybody thinks, is that you take all the action and then you have all these thoughts that follow it. But that's not how it works. (laughs) And it's also important to see and understand that not all mindsets are helpful. I think this may seem obvious, but it's hard to see how like deep it goes for most people. Not all mindsets actually produce lasting results that continue to build you up. This is something that we can see consistently with people around us, our family members, our friends. And I see this with all of my clients. So let's talk about it. Underneath all of the thoughts that you have about workouts or about food and nutrition, about all of the things that like you do for yourself, there's the thoughts about why you're doing it or not doing it in the first place. Plenty of my clients come to me initially because their why is weight loss. They say they want to lose weight, which is fine. To me, it's totally neutral. I don't have a moral good or bad thought about it. But what it is to me when somebody says that is an indication that they actually haven't asked themselves the why a second time or a third time or a fourth time or a fifth time. The conversation usually goes something like this. Why do you want to lose weight? Because I know I'll be happier and feel better about myself. Why do you think that losing weight is going to make you suddenly feel better about yourself? Well, because I don't like the way that I look. Why don't you like the way that you look? Well, because I'm overweight and I hate the way that my clothes fit. And this conversation continues to dance around until we get to the actual issue, which is that our society believes and perpetuates that being fat or being overweight is bad, wrong, terrible, unhealthy, etc. And that being skinny is good, worthy, lovable, admirable, and healthy. Now, I'm not going to comment on whether or not that thinking is right or wrong. 
What I will comment on is the results that that thinking produces. It creates this mentality that unless I'm thin, skinny, or fit, or appear on the outside to be healthy, which is a complete misnomer, by the way, that if you're not one of those things, that you can't be happy, or that you shouldn't be happy, or that you have no right to love yourself. We think those thoughts as if they are facts, which I think is so interesting, especially that thought, that very like sneaky thought of, I know I'll be happier when this external circumstance that is my body changes. Yes, your body shape and size is in fact an external circumstance. All external circumstances are neutral. The reason I know this is because depending on who you ask, everybody is going to have a different thought about a particular circumstance. There may be slight variations, there may be similarities, but more or less, everybody's going to have different thoughts about a given external circumstance. That's why we know it's neutral. In terms of your body, there are certainly things that you can do to influence it. But, and I'm going to get a little graphic here, but like shy of going full Texas Chainsaw Massacre and like chopping off part of your body, you cannot change the shape or size of your body by performing a singular action. That's not how it works. Your shape or size is merely a byproduct of a bunch of other actions taken in addition to your genetic makeup and expression. But here's what I want you to understand very, very clearly. You cannot hate yourself to achieving your goals. I'm going to say it again. You cannot hate your way to success. It is not possible. Example, if you hate yourself, berate yourself, shame yourself all the way to weight loss, your mind isn't going to be any different when you get there. You'll still just be afraid that you'll gain all the weight back. And if you do, that's license to loathe yourself even more because you think that you should know better. Maybe you'll have met the tangible goal of like losing X number of pounds But the intangible feeling of feeling better about yourself will still be unmet. So you effectively haven't actually reached the goal. But what if you decided instead that your why actually had nothing to do with weight loss? Because here's the thing. No one's deep why is actually weight loss. What? Really? It's just a superficial answer. The real why is to feel confident, to feel worthy, to feel supported, and to feel safe. To feel safe in your body and in your relationships. But here's the good news. You can create those feelings for yourself right now with your thoughts. If you believed that you were worthy ahead of time, that your body is a gift, that it isn't broken, how would you feel? What would you do? How would you act every day? This concept for pretty much all of my clients that I have this conversation with is truly something they've never considered because 
this idea that fat is bad is so insidious in our society. Again, I'm not going to comment on whether or not our thoughts about fat are good or bad. I am simply commenting on the result that that thinking produces for all of us. It's not helpful. It's not helpful. Now, I'm not saying that you should never be concerned about the shape or size of your body because on a biological level, there are some things that we do need to pay attention to. However, the shape and size of your body does not dictate your worth as a human being. That is a point blank statement. You can disagree with me if you want to. That's your right. But the shape and size of your body does not dictate your worth as a human being. You are already inherently worthy simply by existing. So if you keep telling yourself that you are not worthy because of the shape or size of your body, how can it possibly produce you suddenly like snapping your fingers and then you suddenly feel like you're worthy? No external circumstance will do that for you, period. But that's what everyone thinks. Everyone thinks that if they lose weight, if they have this very like superficial why that they haven't actually dug deeper into, they haven't brought their thoughts all the way to the logical end or to the logical conclusion, they're hanging out in these very superficial whys, it's not going to get you where you want to go. Or if it does, it's going to be temporary. And that's what I'm all about on this platform. That's what I'm all about in my business. That's what I'm all about in my philosophy and why I'm even doing this in the first place is because so many people struggle to figure out how to make this thing, this whole healthy living thing, actually stick forever. And I have to tell you, hating yourself, shaming yourself, beating yourself down, or neglecting yourself is not the way to get there, period. It always starts with your mindset. It always starts with your thoughts about yourself. Your why has to come from a place of love and abundance rather than fear. Taking care of your body consistently without fail is totally possible. If you believe that your body is a blessing, that it's worth cherishing, and that it gives you the opportunity to experience life as a human, if you believe all those things, then taking care of your earth suit of your body is a natural consequence. If you decide that living a long and healthy life is imperative to you and your experience as a human, and you want to squeeze every drop out of this life that you possibly can, then doing things to produce that result is a natural consequence. But if deep down you believe that you aren't worthy, that you aren't good enough, that you're not okay as you are, that you're broken, then you won't take care of yourself. These thoughts often are buried so deep because they're not things that are like at the forefront of our mind. They're things that we have been believing and thinking for so long that your brain doesn't need to like flash the words across the movie screen in your mind. It's felt as an emotion in your body. And our bodies remember those emotions. This is something I have to talk to my clients about all the time. And I love talking about it because I think it's super fascinating. But this idea that your brain, when it sees an external circumstance like your body or the actions you take or don't take, it skips right over this very deep-seated belief or thought that you have and it goes right to the felt emotion in your body. So we don't see the 
little thoughts that we're having underneath because our brain doesn't need to think them actively. It's all completely subconscious. So you have to ask yourself these why questions, dig deeper. What's the real reason that I want to actually engage in healthy behaviors every single day? Additionally, something to also consider is if all of my reasons are hitting on the things that I don't want, that's also setting you up for this instance of constantly looking at the negative. Ask yourself what you do want and then go do that. It's really, really that simple. If you believe that you aren't worthy, that you aren't good enough, then you won't take care of yourself. You won't feed yourself nourishing foods. You won't move your body to maintain strength and mobility. You won't feed positive thoughts to your mind and spend time recharging your batteries. You won't foster positive relationships. You won't do any of that stuff. It totally comes back to how you view yourself, how you view your life, how you view your worth. This episode is short and sweet, but I hope it was helpful. And if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, get ready because I've got a really big announcement coming on Monday, May 11th. I'm sharing something that I've been working on and dreaming about for months and months, and it is the true embodiment of my mission as a health and life coach. I'll be sharing about it over on my social media platforms on my Facebook, where you can find me just Rachel Wood on my Instagram at realist underscore Rach. And of course, over on my website, www.realisthealth.com. And next week on the podcast, I'll be diving into all the details about it. It's really exciting. I'm pumped to be able to share. So subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already so that you can get the alert notification when that episode drops. I'm so excited, you guys. I hope you have a fantastic Friday and have a great weekend. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.